ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. That's right. It is yet another exciting edition of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. Hi, fuckers. <laughs> We've got a really good show uh, in store for you guys. Uh, I see the OG Army is assembling in the chat box. I'm glad to see you guys made it. Oh, let's see. On track for tonight. Um, we're going to do quite a bit on working out today, I believe. Uh, Ryan is a good source for lifting weights, and that's something that I like to do. People expressed interest in it. So we're going to be uh, talking about that quite a bit and fitness in general. Um, you know, I got I have questions for him um, about all, all kinds of things about lifting weights, but also about things like fitness trackers and uh, stuff like that. Um also on track for tonight is uh, siblings and shitty things they've done to you or you've done to them. I want to hear stories about the shitty things you guys did to each other when you were kids. Hopefully when you're kids, hopefully not when you're adults, although I imagine that happens as well. And if we still have time for it, I'd also like to talk about um, watching a friend uh, decline. Uh, have you ever known somebody that you've been friends with for years and years and years, but you've watched them like decline in life in some way, shape or form. And if so, I'd like to hear about it and how you dealt with it. Uh, but anyways, how you doing, Ryan? How was your day? You know, it was a long fucking day. I think my first conference call is at like seven 45 this morning and I just finished up a little after five. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a day. Yes, sir. Yeah, I can imagine. So I've never actually had to do conference calls. Are they as tedious as they always make them out to be on the sitcoms and such? Absolutely. Terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, let me bring my notes back up, which worked today. I was so upset hey. about that yesterday. <laughs> so, uh, so actually, before we even get into that, so Tenor actually sent me a message uh, to explain what he was doing before the podcast today. So let let's actually get to that. Okay, you broke up a little bit, but I believe no, uh, I believe I caught it. You were talking about rocks and finishing them because that's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go. Well, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, you sounded a little garbled there. Uh, the, like the signal broke up. I, I assume it was completely on your your half, as opposed to anything that had to do with me and how awesome I am. I, I think it was all on your end. Let's uh, <laughs> let's try this again. Yeah. Well, so I got the weird sound from you that you were sounding like a robot. So let's uh, let's give it one more go. I don't know, man. I was banging seven gram rocks and finishing them because that's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go. <laughs> I, I really hope his wife's nickname is seven gram rocks. Maybe. We don't know. Because <laughs> otherwise, that's a bad scene. Man, that's a be a big ass. I'm, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not exactly a crack expert. Um, but uh, a seven gram rock would be gigantic. I don't. Can you someone smoke one that big without killing him? I suppose if you I, get you know, That's how he rolls. Apparently, he has apparently one speed. So. Go. One speed. That that'd be way past go. I believe. <laughs> well, because let, let's see, uh, uh, like in in uh, cocaine terms, an eight ball is three and a half grams, and that's sufficient enough to get every anybody but the most dedicated coke user at least through the night. So he's talking about like smoking a rock, the rock equivalent of two eight balls all at once. So, yeah. <laughs> 
that's a, that's a lot of crack. <laughs> I don't know. You see, you see his nostrils in the karaoke videos. Like he can yeah, handle it. Yeah, he does seem pretty amped up in some of those. <laughs> Speaking of karaoke. Oh, yes, sir. You did karaoke again. It sounded yes, like sir. you were whispering because you were ashamed of yourself, but oh, was other the, was than the, that. Was the volume not good? I've been having issues with my microphone for some reason. And during the, the first couple times I did it, it was fine. The last couple times I've messed with it, uh, it's uh, I uh, I have to turn the microphone all the way up. And I guess I uh, forgot to do, do this uh, do that this time, no. so it was pretty low, huh? No, it's not necessarily that. It like sounds like you're like force whispering almost. It's oh, like you're ashamed I, of what you're doing while while you're doing your karaoke. Oh, okay, so it's not it's not a volume thing. It's a lack of breath thing. I am ridiculously out of shape, and uh, I think um, that my COPD is getting worse. Probably my own fault from smoking. I'm told the research I've read on it says that's not what's causing it, but I would assume it can't be helping it. So I'm I'm actually running out of breath during the middle of that because it's because it's fast enough for that. Well, goddamn, pal, you gotta you gotta perform. It's a performance. You gotta get into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I need to get back into some cardio. Uh, shit, I was working out today, and uh, I tried to do the some of the uh, uh, supersets that you were talking about, and I ended up having to do. I couldn't just do it straight through. I had to. I would do a set of bench press, a set a set of overhead rows, and then I had to stop for a minute and a half, and then do another set of bench press and another set of over. I couldn't. I couldn't do it nonstop. What? I got too tired. Get, overhead uh, row. I'm sorry, uh, bent over row. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> sorry. I thought you were doing something crazy, and that like that would not have been a good superset. No, no, yeah, but though it was, you told I remember you mentioning that that's a good thing. The superset is your bench press and your bent over rows. So I was doing that, and but I couldn't do all three sets of each nonstop. I, I had to do like a set of one, a set of the other, then stop. A set of one, a set of the other, and then stop. And uh, I just found my fitness tracker, which is one of the things I wanted to talk about. Uh, in a drawer the other day, so I charged it back up and threw it back on. Uh, I'd given it to my wife, but she decided she didn't like the wristband on it. <laughs> um, so, uh, and my heart rate got up to like 138 at one point, uh, uh, a couple times uh, during the workout. So I'm like, yeah, I am drastically out of shape. <laughs> There's no way you should get up to 138 heartbeat lifting weights. That depends on how hard you're going. Also, just depends on what like your target heart rate would be. Like, I don't know exactly what it would be based on you, based on your age and fitness level and whatnot, but there's calculators out there on the internet. Yes. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, now this is going on the method I read from when I was doing DDP yoga, but I assume it's the same for everything. I should, my target range is 116 to 136, um, for like uh, your, uh, your cardio uh, fat burning range. So uh, they, they, it's like, it's something. I can't remember what the exact formula was, but when I was 40 years old, it was exactly 120, uh, 140. And then, the, uh, well, and actually, it might be lower than that for me now because I think they said after every year or past 40, you take one off that. So I guess I should, my range is actually supposed to be 114 to 134 for a safe workout range. You can go above that, but they're, they're saying that uh, if you're working out for extended periods, like a half hour or an hour, that's the target range. You don't, uh, at my age, they don't want me uh, significantly above like 134 for super extended periods of time. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong. I so often am. Well, yeah, you don't want to redline yourself constantly. You'll end up right. giving yourself a goddamn heart attack, and then I'll have to host this goddamn show, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, for instance, today, today was a, a pretty quick session because I didn't do uh, deadlifts because I did that the uh, day before yesterday. 
Uh, so it was just uh, the bench press, uh, bent over row supersets, and then some uh, uh, overhead presses. I was I would have done something else, but I couldn't. Uh, I I had forgotten to ask you what's a good thing to superset with uh, an overhead press. Not necessarily anything that you need to superset with it, but like I probably would have added something in for like shoulders and traps. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what. Yeah, that's that's probably a good idea, especially considering that you know the entire workout took me like less than a half hour, really. Uh, and w- while I was out of breath, I, I still had the steam to do something else. I just didn't have anything set up, and I, I couldn't think of anything. So I was like, well, I guess that's good enough. See, this is the reason that you actually, like, plan out what you're going to do. So, like, when you start May 1st, like, you're going to have, like, probably, depending on what I put together, anywhere between, like, three to four months of you can tell exactly what you're going to do every day. Right. So then you're not going to have this where you're sitting around at the end of a workout, like, well, what should I do next? Right. And normally I do plan it out, but, uh, like, uh, before the, this week in speaking with you, I would have done a set of deadlifts, you know, normally I was, I was trying to keep it simple. I was basically doing the same exact workout three times a week. Uh, but since I dropped deadlifts, uh, I, uh, you know, had extra time that I didn't know what to do with, which uh, granted I should have did something with it. I mean, obviously if nothing else, did some push-ups or sit-ups or pull-ups or something like that. But, you know, um, I'm trying to. I wanted uh, to speak with you uh, about. Uh, I guess it doesn't really matter since we're we're what uh, nine days from the uh, program uh, jump off. So as long as I'm doing something to stay in very vaguely good shape, I guess it doesn't really matter what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, just stay active because if you just stop working out for like ten days, it's going to kick you right in the ass. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I was out for like five or six days this time because uh, my groin was bothering me, and strangely enough, uh, like I'm slightly sore in spots. Uh, but the only part part that really ever bothers me that gets super sore from working out is like my hips area, you know, hips and somewhat the legs, but mostly the hips. They just fucking ache like a motherfucker. Um, and obviously not doing uh, deadlifts and leg work is not the answer, but I've always noticed that's whatever bothers me. To, that, what's, that is what bothers me by far uh, whenever I work out is anything to do with the lower body. Well, it's because you've been sedentary and not using them. Right, right, but that that's always been that way. Whenever I do work out, even when I was in really good shape, uh, uh, I've noticed the I don't get sore from working out except for my hips. Uh, I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's just something about how I work out. Maybe I sit around too much. That's what I suspect. That you know, uh, even when I was in really good shape, I uh, still sat around for a significant portion of the day. So I think possibly that's my hip issues have nothing to do with working out. It's just from, like you said, being too sedentary in general. Tanner, how, how are those seven gram rocks? Dude, I just got done banging seven gram rocks and doing overhead rows. Fucking crushing Woo. the game, man. That's what I'm talking about. I like overhead rows. I, it, uh, I think it might. <laughs> <laughs> overhead rows, are you, by, by that you mean, uh, uh, I know you're, you're mocking me, but I, uh, uh, overhead presses are like probably my favorite uh, lift. I like overhead presses. It should be it should be a, a main staple. In my opinion, you should base one day around overhead presses and then just um doing assistance work with that i think that should be a staple one big lift in in one of your days in my opinion right and i, I appreciate that lift because it's one of the, uh, the lifts i've noticed that you don't really replicate in day-to-day stuff unless you have a pretty specific job so it's not a set of muscles that most people develop so uh that's why i figured like it was probably a good idea to go for it 
Well, overhead presses develop everything, though. You, you're keeping your, your core stable. If you're going to – if you can incorporate some push presses in there, so you're going to do legs and stuff. I mean, there's not much that an overhead press can't work if, if you do it different ways. Right. I, well, I do mine seated because I uh, my uh, the ceiling of my workout room is not – tall enough for me to do them standing up no. um, so, so you're you're doing seated militaries you're not doing overhead presses i guess i, I guess i guess that'd be what it was called i'm not sure on the nomenclature i just sit down and you know yeah. and, and push it up over my head a whole bunch of times uh, so yeah, it, it's actually it's, called a completely different thing when you sit down uh, i thought it was just like a overhead press or a seated overhead press yeah, yeah totally I, different. I, th- I mean yeah. See, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Dalton, but overhead press, normally you would be standing for that. And then a, a military is like a seated press. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah so I do military presses because there's not my as I mentioned, the ceiling in my workout room is not tall enough for me to stand and do it. So when you're when it's nice out, you should probably go outside and actually do like a true overhead press oh. because it's markedly better for you. Is, oh yeah, I imagine so because sitting down uh, like I have the, uh, I can lean against the wall. You know what? It's funny. Uh, I put my bench press up into the seated position when I do those, but I never actually use the, the back of the seat. It just it just makes you comfortable that it's there in case I like overbalance and start to lean backwards too far. So like I don't use it for support, but it's more like like a safety thing for me almost. Does does that make sense, or am I just wasting my time? <laughs> I I think you're just kind of odd there, fella. No, you've never been. Well, I don't know. I, I've always been in a. Uh, there's always been. There's been cases where I was doing an overhead press, and as I was pushing it up, I kind of leaned back a little too far, and it felt like I was going to overbalance it backwards. And in those cases, that's why. That's when I started putting the seat up so I could have it behind me. That way, I try. I sit up perfectly straight, so I'm not leaning against the back of it. But if I overbalance it, it stops me from going too far back. Well, I guess you know it's a little bit different for me. I have a little bit of coordination, and I don't have fourteen foot long appendages. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I can understand why you might be a little wobbly with your arms that can touch the ceiling. Well, that's why. Uh, even though I'll be honest with you, I tell people that I don't do uh, regular squats because I don't have a squat rack. But that kind of that the uh, squats in general, uh, putting that uh, either on your back or on your chest, kind of scares me. It's you know going to. Uh, I've done it before with lightweight, and even that, even then, it didn't really feel stable. I can't imagine having like two or three or four hundred pounds uh, on your on your shoulders going up and down like that uh, i do i do uh bulgarian split squats or hex bar deadlifts to work my legs instead do you have yeah, you do you should. have a normal uh, 45 pound olympic bar is that what you're, you're doing your deadlifts with i i have both types of bars yeah i have a an olympic no i for my deadlifts i use i have a hex bar but do you have a 45 pound bar with like 300 pounds of olympics yes i do yes uh-huh because right. because you, you could always like do a lighter weight, but you could clean the bar up into a front rack position and then go into a front squat that way as well. Right, and, that, and that's what I've tried. Uh, I've never really tried to do the back squat one because I'd never had a squat rack. But the front squat I've done a couple times with lighter weights, and I was able to do it. But it felt kind of wobbly going down. And considering from what I read that you can get pretty much the same workout from a Bulgarian split squat without that wobbly oh i'm afraid i'm gonna fuck up my back feeling uh so I, i've never really you know wor- worried about trying to do them uh the normal way i guess i mean that could so be when you one, I read on the internet yeah yeah so step one whatever you read was wrong you're never going to be able to truly replicate like a real squat unless you're doing a real squat so that shaky feeling you're getting is the fact that like all of your stabilizer muscles don't Stabilizing work the way that they're supposed to and you have it ingrained in like the actual motor pattern of doing a squat. 
So as Tenor said, like you should just kind of start working into that, whether it be a front squat, whether it be a back squat with just lighter weights, like you need to get your body in that movement. All right. So I'm assuming you're familiar with Bulgarian split squats. Otherwise you'd ask me what they were when I brought them up, I assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, cause, cause I've heard, I, I've gotten good results from them and I've had people say good things about them. So you see, so you, I assume you guys are, cause I've, I've read other opinions. There's people that put them in the accessory camp, uh, as something that's good to work your legs, but not something to replace the main squats. Right. So if you think about it, like the things you should be able to do just as a human, you should be able to do a deadlift. Like you should be able to pick something up off the floor. You should be able to do an actual squat because, I mean, people need to shit. And that's kind of like that was the movement for a human body. You should be able to do like a pulling motion. So like a pull up, you should be able to do a pressing motion. So like a push up or a bench press. Like those are like the core things as a human you should be able to do. Well, here's the thing. Uh, DDP yoga and yoga in general. Uh, oh, I, I don't know about yoga in general, but DDP yoga incorporates a ton of squats. They work your, the shit out of your legs. And one of the things they do are like timed air squats, you know, like time going down, time sitting in a squat, and then time going up. So while I might not have a ton of strength in my legs, uh, I'm flexible. I can I can squat and pretty much put my touch my butt on the ground. Um, so I, I I do have that going for me, anyways. <laughs> Like, well, I say that because I know lots of people have mentioned the problem they have with squats is that their body doesn't want to let them actually physically squat down. That's kind of yeah, what that's, you're that's... saying. Like, you're just saying that you're shaky doing it. Like, yeah, with you, it's not a movement issue. It's the fact that you've never developed all of the small muscles that you should have. Yeah, right. yeah it's just like you said, it's it's a stabilizer issue with him. It's it's not a flexibility Um issue i have a flexibility issue i've had back surgery i've had uh, shoulder surgery on both shoulders i've had a knee surgery so my flexibility is for shit i'm working on that now but for me to get i can't get to an ass ass to grass squat at, at all in fact i've got to point my toes a little outward when i squat down just to get get parallel or below right yeah that's one of the yeah, same, you- same with me like i Yeah, my flexibility is absolute shit. So what I actually ended up doing is buying a uh, transformer bar. So Chris Duffin makes those. And like some some of the positions you can get into with the transformer bar, like I can kind of get there. So like that thing is, it was a little expensive, but that was one of the best things I ever bought. Yeah, I've, I've I've followed some of his stuff. He's got some great stuff. His um the shoulder rock and and his whiskey and deadlift shit is actually he's got a lot of really good content. Would uh, you guys speaking about equipment that he uh, someone sells? I assume. Yep. And, and what would he be a transformer bar? I don't uh, describe, please. So I don't know if you probably don't know about like uh do you know what a safety squat bar is? No, I, but I, I'm, I'm assuming these are just different shaped bars. Yeah. So yeah, they're, well, they're entirely different kind of contraptions. Like a safety squat bar is going to have like kind of a padded area for your shoulders and it has handles that come out to it. So you can stabilize yourself a little bit better when you're going down mm-hmm. into a squat. Okay. Now the transformer bar also has like different positions. You can put the weight so you can simulate different lifts like you can do anything from like a front squat to a back squat to a normal uh safety squat bar to a goblet squat like you can kind of manipulate where the weight is um as far as kind of like the line of your body 
Uh, I think I've seen one of those before. Uh, I had no clue what it's called, but I guess that makes sense, considering the nature of the device that it's called a transformer uh, bar. Right, so yeah, what, that thing is amazing. And you use it for mostly squats, or do you change it around a whole bunch? Well, no, you can only use it for squats. Like, uh, it I, is I a specialty squat bar. Yeah, I mean, do you, I, let me rephrase that. Do you only use it for one type of squats, or do you change it around for different ones all the time? No, I'll, I'll use it for everything. So, again, you're working different things depending on what movement you're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as, like, it's going to be more, like, of a quad-dominant squat. It's going to be more of, you know, kind of your ass and your ham your hamstrings. Depending on where that weight is in relation to, like, your center line, you're working different things there. Okay. Uh, I hope you guys aren't bored with the uh, fitness stuff, but I have actual questions. Uh, one thing that hey, I encountered... Hey. Hey guys, I'm getting called to dinner. Sorry to interrupt. I'm getting called to dinner, so I better get the hell out of here before uh, I can no longer bang my uh, bang seven gram rocks off my wife's ass. So, okay, uh, tell uh, tell the wife to save me. Some will be over later. <laughs> All right, later, y'all. Later. All right, dinner. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you, Dalton. Um, yep. I, I was working out this morning, and since it's been about like ten days since I was able to work out. Uh, I'm excuse me. This is uh, the, my second workout from being able to work out from not being able to work out for about ten days or so, and I've been trying to do three sets of ten. And then once I was able to do three sets of ten with a weight for like two, maybe three sessions in a row, and then I moved up the weight because, like I said, I wasn't in any hurry to move up, move it up, and I wanted to be safe since I was starting over. Um, but for example, this session I was only able to do one set of ten, one set of seven, and then one set of six. Um, does that mean I have the wrong weight on? Yeah, more than likely it means that you don't have the right kind of weight set up there. The the thing that's probably going on is since you're not being consistent, mm -hmm. you can't truly kind of chart out what you should be doing. Uh, like if you have a real weight program that you're going to set up where you're planning yourself out, you know, six months, you're planning to a meet, which obviously you'll never do a meet, but if you're planning to like a goal in mind, Really, you should never be failing in training. Right, right. You should always be doing your three sets of ten, then, or three well, sets it, of whatever it is. Hey, we've got that. We got a random caller that keeps on trying whatever to call sets. in. Right, right. Okay, so so whatever whatever we're going for, that's what it should be. So um, so that's the first thing I've been doing wrong. I always tried to go for three sets of ten, but I assumed that if I was hitting that, that meant I didn't have enough weight on. Like, rather, if I was hitting consistency. Consi consistently god i can't speak today <laughs> well that's not don't, don't say it <laughs> yeah um so what so do you think that means i should move back the weight some on uh, my next session not necessarily like you should be going into every every workout with something in mind like if today you couldn't hit three sets of 10 maybe your next workout should be like five sets of six or, or something the problem is, like, I don't know what you've been doing historically. And I also don't know what you're capable of. But, like, you should always have these things planned out. And you're going in knowing that it could be my worst day or my best day. I'm going to still do exactly what I had charted out. Right, right, right. Oh, God damn. Apparently the uh, chat box wants my attention. What are you guys yelling at me for? Uh, say it again. I, you, know, you, you guys know I can't roll back up. What's, what's the problem? What do, you, what do you guys need from me? Okay, now I'm gonna stop talking. Answer the. Call. I tried to answer a call. Someone called like a couple times, and every time they did it, it blinked like once or twice, and then they stopped calling. Tell them to call back. I saw. I saw it. He didn't give me enough time. I need time to answer these things. 
Twice he tried. Know, Jay having to read and speak at the same time does not go very well. Now yeah, add in have, him also having to like move a mouse to accept a call. Like there's three things at once. Come on, guys. I only have two hands, so I can't do three things. And, you know, and, and in my defense, I only have one eye, so I can't look at two things. That's not fair. That's, you can't ask that of me. I'm handicapable. <laughs> That's far true. I, I can't only see it out of one eye. But, 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 but I think we've talked about that before. Oh, God damn. Yeah, we did. I, I don't know if it was your connection or mine, but you just went like full robot for about 10 seconds there. Yeah, full, was it evil robot? Because I always wanted to be an evil robot. I mean, a good robot would suck. That means you'd have to serve people all day. Evil robots get to muck around and kill people. That sounds like a way funner robot life. No, this was more like, you know, the robot that was never actually designed really to do anything. So it was just kind of <laughs> sitting there, sadly, with one eye. <laughs> someone say turn off the headset requirement there isn't a headset requirement there, I, I just ask that people have wear their headset when they call on i can't force them to it, you know it, they just they can call in it'll just be some echoes we can deal well, with I it i think they're probably talking so like when you call in there's a little like uh little warning that pops up that says hey you should use headphones to avoid echo right exactly like, it's not a rule you just click okay and then right <laughs> I appreciate you guys, you know, trying to follow the rules, but we, you know, we're, that's not, we don't really enforce that. That's just a recommendation. You can just keep on going, you know, uh, call us if, worst case scenario. If it's all stupid echo, we, we, we hang up on you, but we still want you to try. You know, we, we're yeah, it's like, it's like those license agreements when like you, you know, go to a website or sign up for something. It says that you're supposed to read the entire thing before you click. Okay. No one actually does that. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so, okay, so that, that gives me a little bit of an idea the, on the weight thing. Um, what do you think about fitness tra trackers? So, I depends on really what you're using it for. So, like, a, a heart rate monitor is a great thing to have. Um, mm -hmm. So, you can kind of monitor where you're at. Sounds like you have one of those from your DDP yoga days. Yes, I do. So, mm -hmm. kind of charting that and making sure that you're kind of in an area you want to be, it's great. But like some of the fitness trackers that, that take a look at like steps taken and shit like that, I think mainly they're worthless. Right, but right, right. If it gets your ass up and it actually gets you active, well then hey, it's a great thing. Right. What do you think, uh, YDS Radio? Thank you for calling. Thank you so much. My name is Opondo calling you from Nairobi, Kenya. That is East Africa. Ooh, interesting. Cool. What can we do for you? Uh, mine, mine is just interesting. I've been following the conversation so keenly because, you know, now with the lockdown, uh, we have to get so many things to keep us busy. So today I just bumped into this amazing radio station and I've been enjoying for the past uh, few minutes just saying, congratulations, guys. This has been amazing and actually just learning with a friend of mine here really following the show also. Oh, excellent. Awesome. We always appreciate new fans. So um, are you uh, into fitness yourself or is uh, just uh, interested in the conversation in general? Um, I, I actually just passing by because I started an online radio called the YDS. YDS actually means the Young Debater Society Radio, mm -hmm. uh, just bringing young different people across East Africa to continue debating on world issues. So I just said, let me pop in and uh, try understanding how you are doing your things. And I've just been enjoying the conversation. Quite amazing. Uh, I just wish uh, you can even keep on just reminding us the topic of discussion as the discussion goes on, because I see so many people maybe popping in and not maybe understanding what is happening. But I'm, I, I love everything. 
Oh, excellent. Well, thank you for the advice. We always, we, it's the little things that we miss as we, uh, you know, shoot the shit back and forth. That's great. I appreciate that, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I'll keep enjoying this, this show. All right. Well, thank you for calling. You have a great day. Have a great day too. Here is about uh, 1.29 a.m. Uh, that's just one hour. Oh, wow. That means past midnight. So yeah, it's very late here. <laughs> oh, oh, have a great night then. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All, right. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. That guy had an awesome accent. I, I love the fact that we're worldwide. Well, he's from Kenya. Like, oh, yeah. What do you expect? Uh, no, it's cool. I, I always love talking to people from different uh, parts of the world. Um, yeah. It's interesting, the different uh, viewpoints uh, and the fact that this podcast can be randomly picked up anywhere. Is, it's just technology is just great today. I love every, I love every part of it. <laughs> and I guarantee that guy has better cardio than both of us combined. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think it's just in the genes, right? Like yeah, every Kenyan like can run and it's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, they do tend to dominate the uh, the long distance running competitions. You know, it's just something in their genetics. You know, um, it's pretty neat. Yep. All righty, let's see what else we got to talk about today. I think that's probably about enough on fitness today, don't you think? Or or did you have anything else that you wanted to cover, Mister uh, Lifting Expert? No, I don't think I have anything any, anything to cover. If anyone ever has questions, let me know. I can bullshit about this for hours. Okay, well, we're going to move on to our, on to our next topic then. Uh, I'd like to talk about siblings and the shitty things that they do to each other. Uh, for myself, I had a shitty brother and a shitty stepbrother. <laughs> I also had a stepsister, but uh, she uh, was younger than me and moved away while, while she was relatively young. So I don't have a lot of memories of her being shitty to me. So she's off the hook. Um, <laughs> but everybody else, yeah, that's uh, uh, I could uh, do without. How about you, Ryan? Uh, I don't remember if you saying you had siblings or not, to be honest with you. No, no siblings. Uh, should have had an older sibling. Uh, my mom at the time actually had money for an abortion, so that one's gone. Uh, oh, then they had me, and I'm pretty sure I scared them off having any other sort of extension of that bloodline. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, um, me and my brother uh, had a uh, love-hate re relationship. He loved fucking with me, and I hated it. Um, so really, a just couple... like a podcast. It kind of, kind of foreshadowing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a couple examples. Uh, for, uh, for example, he uh, he broke my nose once for telling him I didn't believe him when he said he was going to break my leg. So it turns out I was right. <laughs> we weren't even fighting or something. It was some conversation, joking around, and you know, I'm joking back and forth like brothers do. And at one point, he said, "Yeah, you do that and break your leg." I'm like, "No, you wouldn't break my leg." And it escalated from there uh, to you know. Um, yeah, uh, uh, him pushing me, me pushing him back. He pushed me, I pushed him back. He turned, he turned to walk away. I thought, but then swung around and did like a backwards elbow and smacked me right in the fucking nose. Um, I actually reached behind me, uh, to to grab the pepper shaker because I was I was gonna swing it around and smack him in the side of the head right around the time where my hand reached the pepper shaker and it was a big one. The pain reached me, and suddenly I didn't want to fight with my brother. I didn't want anything to do with a fight which was the first time i discovered that if you hurt someone bad enough they don't want to fight anymore because <laughs> i was like i was almost about to swing it and then the pain hit i was like oh i don't want him to do anything else to me that feels like that we're done <laughs> so that's surprising like a broken nose generally doesn't hurt that bad 
it was the first and time. Generally, it's more yeah. of a it's more of a like a, a shock, and obviously there's blood all over. But like, there's not a lot of pain there usually. It, it was yeah. It, it took a second, I, I, and I uh, broke my nose several times since then. It wasn't nearly as painful. Um, other things that he's done. Uh, I remember one time when. My parents were gone. Uh, after a certain age, they didn't have babysitters for us. It was the 80s. Come on. Um, so uh, my, me and my brother were talking, and you know, he said something. I said something. He pushed me. I pushed him. And I could tell from in the look in his eye that I pushed him too hard. So I turned and ran. Uh, my, my refuge was the bathroom. It was the only room in the house with a lock in it. Uh, so I, I resigned myself to living in the bathroom for the next couple hours until the parents got home. Uh, now, our bathroom, uh, the door was, the, the lock was kind of shitty. Like if you took the door handle from the other side and rattled it back and forth enough, you could get the door to unlock. So I had to stay, sit there and hold on to the, the lock to make sure that he didn't rattle the door open. Which I once again was prepared to do. Uh, standing and holding the lock for two hours is better than an ass beating, which is what was coming. Um, so I'm standing there. Do, 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 do. I figure I figure I've got this problem solved. No problem, you know. And until I hear, like, what the fuck is that? I look down and there's just like this mist coming out from underneath the door. I was like, what the fuck is that? He's like, it's raid, motherfucker. I might I might point out that there's no windows in this bathroom. <laughs> he was spraying bug spray underneath the door in an attempt to fucking gas me out of the bathroom so he could beat my ass. So then, so I started grabbing uh, bathroom towels and shoving them underneath the door. The door sat up a little on the high side, so he was able to start grabbing the towels as I'm shoving them underneath and trying to pull them the rest of the way through while rattling on the door handle. So it become this weird sort of fucking jenga game where i'm trying to pull the hand pull the, the the towel back so he doesn't get that while holding the handle yeah that was fun <laughs> yeah that sounds interesting yeah or or tell me about the time him him and my uh him and his buddy who's a large guy steve the one the same guy i told you about the big weightlifter guy uh this is back when they were kids he was still he at that point he was just a big fat kid um, oh so this was before the sexual fantasies before the sexual fantasies yeah one time they grabbed me they threw me into my uh mickey mouse sleeping bag um took uh, tied a rope around the top of it sealing me in and then threw the rope over the uh closed tee you know what a closed tee is it's there there are two metal tees that are normally about 10 feet from each other 10 feet from each other that you hang a rope across to dry clothes you mean like a clothesline clothesline yeah that's what the the t is what it's called that the clothesline is attached to so they took the posts yes exactly so they took a rope and threw it over that and then tied it to the other end of the uh, sleeping bag and hung me there for about an hour until my favorite sleeping bag ripped open and dumped me out. It, so really, it sounds like they really wanted to kill you at some point. I, th- I don't know. It seemed like it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, this did not seem like a harmless like hazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, like it's funny. Uh, I don't like walking uh, in the front of a crowd. Uh, I've had people get mad at me when I'm walking in groups with their girlfriend. They're like, that, that, what the fuck, Jay? He's always walking in the back trying to look at my girlfriend's ass. And that's not what I'm doing. I walk in the back because I don't trust you fuckers not to leave me. When I was a kid, that was one of my brother and his friend's favorite things to do. We'd be walking in the woods or wherever we were, and they just sort of slowly fall back and then turn around and fucking run. I turn around and I'm alone. So <laughs> people so say, like, yeah, really, you just have issues with abandonment. 
Yeah, well, some people say, Jay, you've got all kinds of issues. I'm like, no, not really. But the ones I do have, I think I got honestly. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely have deep-seated issues. Yeah, like and, that's, uh, that's the thing. Yeah, and uh, he would encourage his friends to, you know, it was a group thing. They, they, that was one of their favorite things to torment me. I can only bet. Um, like the time that they uh, intentionally left me with a porno mag in, in, their, in the trailer in our backyard and said they were going to so-and-so's house, but really they are circling, circling back so they can catch me masturbate so I could tell everyone in school about it. That was the plan, apparently. I was like, man, interesting. don't, don't ambush me with masturbation. That's my weakness. And you never just decided to like just knock your brother out and piss in his ear. No, my brother was assert your dominance. No, no, not especially not after he broke my nose. My brother was always uh, uh, significantly bigger than me all through uh, school. Uh, it wasn't until after he left, uh, joined the army, and moved away, and I got out of high school that I shot up. And he still weighs outweighs me significantly. Like he's about right now, he's six four, I think, maybe six five. I want to say six four, and probably weighs about. 220 230 240 somewhere around there so he he's a lot bigger dude than i am i'm taller than him but in, in every other way he's uh, a bigger dude so all it takes is an equalizer all you had to do is just grab like a small brick brick him upside the temple piss in his ear and tell him i ain't taking no shit oh yeah and i thought considered it and once again it was one of those things i still gotta live with the guy so unless i fucking killed him it's it was i never i never thought hey maybe if i hit him hard enough he's gonna leave me alone my thought was hey i have to live with this fucker and if i hit him it's gonna make it worse so is that still kind of like the way you live life because there's also something to be said of like standing up for yourself and like making them respect you as a person eh, yes and no well we've we, and we spoke about that if i think you like me if you're my friend then yeah i care about your opinion um and whether or not you respect me if you don't like me i don't give a shit what you think about me for the most part so right uh, but if it's someone that's going to make your life hell like there is something to be said for like stepping up and like, I'm going to earn some respect right here. and I'm going to put you in your place and then you're right. just not going to fuck with me again. Yes. Yes. And that has happened to me on occasion. Uh, uh, so it, when pushed, I will like do little that. Caesars with black people. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's another one. This, this, was, this was one, this one was work related. Uh, one time I was sitting at work and there, there is someone who's a coworker. Uh, she's not my boss. She's not even in my line chain of command, a coworker in a different department. Um, and she came downstairs um, to, uh, to, for some reason or another. She works in the upstairs department. I don't want to go into too much detail. Um, and at one point... She runs the point, numbers for the Jewish mob? That's it. So at one point, a member came up and asked her for something. Right? And and uh and she's like oh i don't know maybe it's you know and she's she's rushing around trying to find it right trying to find it. and she, you know and she says something to me uh about uh you know uh, hey i need this da, da, da. i'm like I, I know i'm helping you i'll help you look da, 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 da. but then she said something else shitty and i can't remember what exactly what it was but i turned to her i said uh i don't know who you think you're talking to but i'm not that guy you can find it yourself i got other stuff to do and went back and went back to my job so like I, like I said, occasionally you can push me enough to make me say something. Jay, answer the phone when people call. Sorry, man. I, I tried. I was in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the reason I, hey, Helmolin, how are you doing? But the reason I bring that up was is uh, after that, um, 
she tr totally changed how she treated me. You know, uh, she, that she didn't get to, uh, after that. She was never snippy with me, or tried, or tried to be a dick, or anything like that. Totally changed her tone. So I guess Homelander just proves my point. Yep, I guess Homelander just wanted to call in to yell at me for not answering the phone because he hung up again. <laughs> Apparently, I mean, I'm answering the phone. The only person I haven't answered is uh, is uh, YDS is calling back in. But you know, we've already talked to that gentleman. Unless he's got something else to talk about. Well, uh, if you paid attention to the chat, apparently he was calling back in to say something about marathon running. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. In that case, welcome back. <laughs> hey, so you wanted to speak about Hello, marathon running? Yes, 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 I'm calling back because of something that you mentioned just as I hung up the phone and uh, some, somebody else, Homeland has also asked the same question. Um, now that you're sharing your memories with your siblings, can, can I share something about it? Oh, certainly. Absolutely. That's exactly what this show is for. Go ahead, yeah, go right ahead, sir. Yes, yes. Yeah, so the first time I, le I left uh, Nairobi and I was traveling to Europe, so I arrived in uh, Germany, that is in Frankfurt. So then the first question, uh, somebody asked me, ah, are you Kenyan? And I said, yes. So all Kenyans run. And, uh, you know, I found it very interesting because uh, most people think that all Kenyans are good at marathon. And uh, that is not the truth. Maybe I can share with you just how this happens in Kenya, if you don't mind. Oh, sure. Go right ahead. Yeah, go for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in Kenya, we are divided into different communities. So Kenya has about uh, 47 tribes, with the latest tribe being the Indian community which have now been incorporated into the Kenyan system to now be part of the communities. So every community is known for something. So we have uh, like uh, the major communities, we call one the Kalenjin community. And you can always tell Kenyans by how their names are. All the names that start with the letter O, like mine, we come from the Western part of Kenya. Then we have the other names now coming from different parts of the country. So the people who run a lot are called the Kalenjin community. That is now where the Eliud Kipchoge, the Kipchoge Keino, the ones that you see running, come from. And uh, now, like where I come from, we are uh, known for football and rugby. That is actually the part, uh, the community that uh, this, the father to the Barack Obama came from, uh, the Obama family. So any name that starts with letter O come from that community to be specific. Then uh, to, towards the coastal part of Kenya, we have communities which are actually just known for cooking and uh, because of the way the cultural practices were. So um, in fact, even most of us, when we visit other communities, we wonder just how they manage to run because not all Kenyans actually can run, just very few do it. And that's why you notice all those who run tend to look alike and uh, tend to have similar names. You just take your time and analyze critically. Most of their names start with the letter K, or uh, they just have a name that starts with the letter K. That means they come from a certain specific community. So we have communities like from uh, the northern part of Kenya, from the western part of Kenya, southern part of Kenya, and the coastal, all specializing in different things. I hope that is a bit clear and helpful. Oh, wow. That, that is yeah, actually that's actually wild. really interesting. Yeah, I had no clue. I learned yes. something today. Well, that's neat. Um so and you, you said you had something you wanted to speak about uh, on siblings as well? Yeah, no, no. I mean, I was just sharing with you some of my memories because uh, um, that is, I think, one of the best memories I ever had uh, when I traveled to Europe and everyone was, when I was very young, and everyone was telling me, you know what, you can run. So then I thought it was a joke until the time uh, one of our football clubs here in Kenya uh, hired a Brazilian thinking that all Brazilians can play football. <laughs> only to realize that this Brazilian could not play football at all. So I think some of these memories when you are young, they are memories of um, just perceptions. But when you grow up, then you start realizing, oh, 
this can happen, this can happen. But I like your story on how you tried uh, getting into a problem with your siblings. Oh. <laughs> yeah, see, it's, it's interesting that you speak about that, that there are stereotypes for every, every country, pretty much. Everyone thinks uh, every country is a good at something, basically. Like the Japanese are supposed to be really good at electronics. Germans are supposed to be really mm. good at engineering. Americans mm. are supposed to be really good at eating stuff. Um, you know, it, it's, <laughs> it's, Well, we are fat as fuck. It is, yeah. And it's a misconception for us, like <laughs> You know, I learned that today, and now, mm. now I feel kind of now I feel kind of silly assuming that all Kenyans could run fast because obviously that's not true. Mm. Now I learned the facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true, very true. Thank you so much, and I'll continue enjoying your show. All right, well, thank you for calling, man, and giving us Thanks, an education. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> that that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I I did not know. Um, although I, I mean, if we are going to stereotype, like obviously all Canadians play hockey, like that yeah. is a thing. That one is true. Yeah. yeah. And they all drink beer. Eh? Um, speaking of Canadians, you've seen strange brew before, right? No, actually I have not. Wow. Okay. There's something you need to get on. That's a, a great movie. You know what? Let me rephrase that. That was a great movie when I was 12. I haven't watched it in a really long time. So I, I guess I should withhold my recommendation until I see it again. But yeah, it probably doesn't hold up. And, and the only strange brew I can think of is season one of the ultimate fighter, Jason Thacker, the absolutely horrible <laughs> fighter from Canada that they called strange brew. And that's where he got his name from was from the movie because he's from Canada. So and that, you know, that was a, a popular Canadian movie. Um, poor guy, man. I, I read some interviews and stuff that, you know, his life was shitty after the Ultimate Fighter. It was pretty shitty on the Ultimate Fighter, but it was shitty afterwards. Like, like I guess he got jumped in a bar and shit like that. And you know, He just ha- it hasn't been a fun time for him after the show. Well, he was like CM Punk before CM Punk was CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. He was the guy that was technically in the UFC that had absolutely no business being there. They said he was like an alternate for like the Canadian wrestling team. And he had one year of high school wrestling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He got to where he is basically just on stubbornness and the willing to be hit. That would have been like throwing me on season 10 with the heavyweights and watching me get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was watching. I was thinking about uh, season one the other day because um, I was watching the uh, Anderson Silva versus Chris Lieben fight, and uh, while uh, I, I remember watching it, being pretty happy about it because uh, Chris Lieben had been such a dick on the show, you know, uh, it's to like uh, Thacker and, and just in general. Um, but then they pan to the uh, crowd right after Lieben got knocked out, and there's Koscheck laughing his ass off. And that's when I realized, you know what? There was a lot of fucking assholes on that episode, that season of the show. You know, oh um, yeah, for the most part, yeah. Both yeah. of those, Bobby Southworth was a piece of shit. Yeah, that was the one I was going to bring up too. Yeah, he was a, he was kind of a crappy person too. Although he didn't take it to the level that those two did, but that, that, that doesn't mean he was wasn't awesome. Yeah, you know, at being crappy. I mean, but if nothing else, Koscheck ended up getting what he deserved and having to fight GSP twice and oh, just having his face turn into you know hamburger meat. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Koscheck is uh, where I got one of my favorite sayings because uh, I was talking with someone that was trying to defend him. He's like, "Oh, dude, he's not really that way. He just acts that way on TV." I'm like, "Well, if he's going to act that way on TV, I'm going to act like I don't fucking like him." Um, you are your public perception when you are when you have a public persona. 
how you present yourself is how you should expect people to treat you. It always amazed me that they people give uh, people a pass for being an asshole because they're like, oh, that's just you know how he is. And then the other one was like, oh, well, dude, you know, you know, he might be an asshole, but at least he's honest. I'm like, dude, being an asshole is not something you should be proud about. <laughs> it doesn't make well, it. And okay it's weird. Like, one. Yeah. yeah, like most fighters are not dickheads, and yeah. I think the reason is is like once you've been like really just either kicked or punched really hard in the face. Like you, you understand your own mortality. Generally, right. you're not so much of a dickhead. Right. Right. It's funny. It's always confused me when I see all these, you know, arrogant personas. Cause for the most part, uh, you know, fighting for a living is a pretty humbling, uh, career. <laughs> you know? I mean, I don't care how good you are. You're going to get, you know, that's why I always tell people about fighting in general. Whenever someone tells me, Oh, I like to fight. I just want to punch him in the face and say, Oh, was that fun? Cause unless you're fucking Bruce Lee, if you get into a fight, you're going to get punched. And who really likes that? <laughs> well, Bruce Lee got killed anyway. So like, yeah. he didn't get out of it, you know, unscathed. Well, not by a punch, though. <laughs> no, but he certainly died. Yes, he did. Oh, God, what a weird death that was, wasn't it? Yeah. And then his son. And then his son, yeah. And then, uh, like, probably, like, a nephew or a cousin or, 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 like, his hairdresser's niece. You know, that guy just had a fucking cursed life in general. I mean, for, I mean, for what it was, yeah. Yeah, that whole thing was super weird. But, okay, let's go with this. Most surprised you've been in meeting a fighter. Like, who did you think was probably going to be a dick and turned out to be, a like, a just a genuine dude. I've only met a couple of fighters. Uh, so, um, I don't really have an answer to that one in general. There's been a couple of people that, uh, um, befriended me online that it surprised me about how nice they were. Uh, that'd be Matt Mitrione. Um, you know, I, I watched him on season 10. I didn't think he was a nice guy at all. I thought he was, you know, putting on a weirdo act for attention, which he, which he pretty much was, which, and in retrospect, that wasn't a bad idea because it got him attention and it probably helped his career. Uh, but uh, I started following him on uh, on Twitter, and he seemed to end up being a funny guy. Uh, so I, I used trickery to get him to follow me. Um, <laughs> I just po- I just tweeted, "It's like, hey man, I don't know why you unfollowed me, but you know, I'm still a big fan." <laughs> so he was like, "Oh, he's like, oh shit, man, I don't know how that happened," and, and followed me. <laughs> so you legit took advantage of the fact that he truly is a meathead. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> well, we've talked call back out and to forth. the chat on this too. Like Kevin Randleman, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things there. Yeah. Apparently, George Foreman is a good guy, <laughs> except in the way that he named his children. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, I saw someone mention that Cammy was trying to uh, Cam and Corn was trying to call in. I never saw that. The only person I've seen call in to, today is uh, our Kenyan friend. That I've been keeping an yeah, eye on pretty good today. So I, I, I think I, you guys, I, th- I think they're fucking with me. Yeah, I'm sure they probably were. <laughs> no, although I will say he did send me a message asking if it was all right for him to call in. I said he's always more than welcome. He hasn't actually done it, but he he has inquired about it before. Yeah, you guys can compare war stories. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it, is, it is possible he tried to call and I missed it. But like I said, I'm trying to keep an eye on it pretty good. So I don't think so. Oh, you mean war stories about the cancer shit? Yeah. Yeah, man, cancer fucking sucks, dude. It, you know, I was pretty oblivious to the whole thing before I got, I caught it myself, to be honest. I mean, you'll see the, the entire, oh, you know, someone posted about cancer here and there. But now that it's been brought to my attention, man, it's really fucking common. Cancer fucking affects a ton of people, you know? Well, on the long enough timeline, like, that, it, you're going to get cancer. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, for the most part, unless you're Betty White. Well, yeah, I'm not convinced she's just not like an android or something at this point. Yeah, that's funny. I was, uh, uh, 
I don't do it now because I've stopped watching TV for the most part. But a couple of years ago, um, I was watching TV and there's a, a on-air game show channel. Uh, all it does is show old game shows. So I'm watching game shows from like the 70s and stuff. And Betty White's like fucking middle-aged in the 70s and you know, like old, middle-aged to old in these 70s TV game shows that she did guest spots on. I'm like, holy fuck, was she ever young? It's It's amazing. No, I, yeah, I think people like that were just old their entire life. <laughs> you know, I did I did catch a couple uh, uh, game shows because she's done every game show in the world apparently uh, that she did look young, but they were in black and white. So <laughs> I'm not even joking. Literally, that's the only time you can catch Betty White uh, young is in black and white shit because by the time color came around, she was already old. I'll take your word for it because I'm not going back and watching shitty you know TV from 1960. Oh no! Some of it was good. Uh, like the match game was pretty funny. Uh, have you ever seen that before? Yeah, not a fan. No. Uh, well, yeah. it, it, the, the the format itself is only okay, but the reason I enjoyed watching it is because in the seventies, all the celebrities got fucking drunk during the show. So, so the actual show itself is meh. But watching the uh, the celebrities interact with each other, the host and the, and the uh, contestants all sloshed is fucking awesome. See, I'd rather just watch, you know, Superhuman jump through a table onto, you know, a microwave. <laughs> I bet you that guy's elbow still hurts from that one. Jesus Christ. I, so, like, I don't know what's wrong with that dude. But, like, he I, took the jackass formula to getting a following. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be funny if the guy was like actually super duper smart and had like 140 IQ and was faking all this shit just to just to get to get the uh, attention? Like like he's no because just he's the, never the, to an ICP song in his life. You know he's actually he, he could have went for his doctorate but he decided to do this instead. Well, the amount of concussions he has to have by now, I think, is uh, that there's a level of diminishing returns there. So you're saying if he even if he was faking it at first, he isn't anymore. <laughs> yeah, like now he's just purely just brain mush. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, we're closing up on the end of the show. Um, remember, we do have the uh, OG rap battle still going on. If you'd like to participate, go over to the MixedMartialArts.com forums, over to the Other Ground subsection, and find the Other Ground Live thread. Post a karaoke uh, rap song of your choosing, and we will decide whether it's worthy of entering our competition, where you could win big-time fucking prizes. I mean, big, 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 big. So big we can't even talk about it on the air, because it would attract attention that we can't afford to have. Um, so speaking of that, are you ready for your song for tomorrow since you, you know, copped out and took something super easy for today? That's true. You did let me, that, that, that was the deal. Uh, but, you, but I did say that if I did a good enough job, I get to pick my own every once in a while. So was that okay? I, do I get to well, pick you, every once in a while? Well, you've gotten a pick twice already. Like, well, yeah. Out of like, like two out of five. Yeah. <laughs> so no, yeah, you, you're that's, right. That's like 40%. That's almost every other that you're picking yourself. Okay. You're right. It, um, it is definitely your turn. What am I, what am I doing uh, tomorrow? So for tomorrow you are doing bone thugs and harmony first of the month. <laughs> okay i don't think it's gonna go well but we'll, we'll give it a shot uh I, I i've heard i haven't heard the whole song but i i, I know the uh, chorus to it because it's pretty popular in the, in the hood well yeah i figured like you should be like a fan of this type of music because they were all about getting super super high so like this should be someone that you relate to it's not it's not incredibly difficult 
And to right. people asking in the chat, I will do one for this weekend. Unfortunately, during the week, I like literally have no time to be doing this shit. Uh, but I think, let's say for, I'm guessing Saturday. Saturday, I will do West Side Connection Bow Down. <laughs> awesome. Because we're getting a bunch of East Coast stuff by like tenor, so mm -hmm. I, I guess someone needs to represent for the West Coast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Other things we need to address before we get out of here, uh, just to remind everybody, there is a phone number if you want to call and say shitty things about me. What's that number, Ryan? I have no fucking earthly idea because no one's used it forever. <gasps> oh, well. <laughs> but we do have one. You can actually call and... It's mostly used to say shitty things about me, but you can call and say anything you want. If you want to leave a comment for the show, say something to Big Dalton over there. Um, you know, I don't know, make sex noises for a half hour. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. We the 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 important part to remember is there is a voicemail you can leave a shit on uh, that uh, that Ryan has the number for right now. Yeah, and that number is eight six zero eight zero one seven seven three nine. All right. I yep. surprised you by actually having the number when you called for it. <laughs> all right now we will be back tomorrow at 6 p.m eastern standard time uh we're gonna have more topics to talk about and uh we'll hope to see you all there i want to thank the og army for showing up in the chat box you guys are great uh, i want to thank our new kenyan friend uh that was great to have you call in i want to thank ryan as always for being a great co-host and i want to thank myself <laughs> Got anything well, else, someone has to that's right. You got anything else? Yeah, I only have one, I have one last thing before we go. As always, fuck you, Jay. <laughs> you guys have a great night. We'll see everybody tomorrow.